Let's go, let's go. Hey, rich friends. It's been a minute, but your girl, I am Sheila Michelle, is back with season two of the podcast, and today we are doing it live. Do y'all know who we have in the studio? Do y'all know who we have in the studio? Let me just say how y'all, because you know what? I don't even know if y'all are ready for this. We are about to teach y'all how to go viral. So you know if we're teaching you how to go viral on social media, we can only, only have the one and only Miss Kiara Sade in here. Yay! Woo, woo, woo! So today we don't have a a in-studio audience. So y'all, it's just us and y'all. So let's get right into it. So first of all, thank you so much, gorgeous... Oh, for being here. Thank you for having me. So I want to go into the tea for the people, okay? Because it's Sunday, all right? It's Sunday, <laughs> and all of the entrepreneurs, you know, they washing clothes, they cooking collard greens, they going to church, you know, they ironing clothes, and they are also thinking about how the heck they're going to make money this week, mm-hmm. right? That's what they're thinking about, Yeah. right? How they going to get to the bag? this week how they don't get to the business this week and so I'm very grateful and thankful to have you here I prayed and asked God to just because you know I know you're a faith-based woman like I am that's why we be looking good see faith-based let me tell y'all something if y'all don't believe in God baby that will that will beat out uh some of these bb uh bbls or bbts these people be getting (laughs) let me tell you if you want to look good you just need to believe in God. Let's start there. Amen. So, but I already prayed and asked God to just really take over this conversation yes. and, you know, let this information flow, let it be clear, let it be concise and more important, let people execute. Right. Amen. So tell us on a typical Sunday, how do you prepare for your business? So on a typical Sunday, I pretty much, I mean, I'm, I'm a very spontaneous creator. So okay. some people dedicate, Sundays or Saturdays to being off to not doing nothing. Me, I just listen to my body. And most of the times, oddly enough, that's on Tuesdays when I take my rest. It's like, you know, I be I be pumped up. Like I think Sundays are a perfect day to create content because it's empty outside. Okay. Like how you know, when we just came in here, like for people that are scared to shoot content out in public in front of people. Sundays are a great day to do that because, you know, people are spending time with their families there in the house. And then more importantly, if you have a career like I do, because I still have a career on the side. Okay. Typically, most people are not working on the weekend. So why not, you know, get yourself together, create some content. You just said they washing clothes, making coffee. All of that is content. Did y'all hear that? All of that. So your whole regular life is content and I like that because I feel like at one point like you know 2020 2021-ish you know everything was so branded you Mm -hmm. know it was very branded but like right now like everything truthfully is content and that's the good news right yeah another thing that I wanted to um get into with you is how I remember when I first came across your profile um I saw, I believe that you had to rebuild your entire following from scratch, right? Yeah. And not only did you do that on Instagram, but you also came over and did that on TikTok, (laughs) right? You did a whole rinse and repeat, baby. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, first, I want people to know that obviously it's not by luck. Most entrepreneurs feel like, People grow and it's all luck. You know what I'm saying? But I truly believe luck comes from taking chances, mm. right? You can't win a lottery if you don't take the chance. If you don't you know play, you can't, you can't win, win if you don't play. play. The more you play, the more chances you got to right, get right, right, lucky, right? Right. But um, I'm one of those people that believes that it's not about if the opportunity will come. Mm-hmm. God gives everybody an opportunity. Yes. Are you ready when it gets here? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So... It was like, you know, I had had a couple pages taken from me before, you know, before I was into social media uh, marketing. And I was just like, you know, it. this is a chance to just do it all over again. Start fresh. Yes. It's a fresh slate. So you, you didn't even sweat it. No. You didn't even sweat. You wanted, you was, you was never worried, never no. scared. 
and it was it was no worries. Yeah, it's like falling off at the gym. What you gonna do? Wish your wish your muscles back? You did the soupy. What obstacles? What obstacles? Exactly. <laughs> like you, you can't you can't be like, oh, I wish I still had my old muscles and my old body, yeah. and not go out there and get it. Yeah. If you gotta start over because you fell off, you gotta start over. Or if it was taken from you or whatever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If you gotta start over, you gotta start over. But sitting there every day saying, oh my god, I don't feel like it, yeah. and I ain't gonna get you nowhere. So yeah, so I there there are so many um the word of God is just like resonating with me as you're saying all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um now y'all know as um uh, polishes I try to be I'm still ghetto a little ghetto because I come from the college part project. So I gotta tell my <laughs> COO that I did not pay for my parking. So can you just go to that text <laughs> message from Kiara? <laughs> and pay for the parking. It's a card right here in the purse. Because I don't want no freaking ticket this good Sunday. <laughs> I'm trying to tell Back you. Back to our scheduled program. So I want to break that down for my rich friends because, like you said, first and foremost, a lot of times people do think it's luck. They think that, you know, they're in a pool of people and God is only drawing certain names. And mm-hmm. he already said he has no respect of person, right? Exactly. He's clear. He never told anybody that they could not be blessed. He told you things that can affect your blessing, but mm-hmm. he never ever told you that you could not be blessed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you said, Hey, you know, you gotta be willing to take a chance. That's faith. Mm-hmm. And you said you got to be prepared, right? And, you know, part of the word of God says study and show yourself approved, right? Yeah. You um, also understanding um, in Romans, my favorite, one of my favorite verses. I can't remember if it's Romans 5 and 3 or 3 and 5, um, but it talks about tribulation and it building perseverance and patience and character and the last part of it says that when you hope god will not make you ashamed mm. and you just like when, when the flow you just like okay god you know you you know this my test i got it i'm gonna pass the test like you know you did it chin up and chest out yeah yes yeah. i, love I heard somebody's i think it was myron golden that's like my he's like my father in my head like he's like my bestie you know he just don't know it yet but um he says something along the lines of i forgot i'll come back to it when i remember again okay i completely forgot (laughs) you come back to it what did you just say we're one i was saying you did it chin up chest out like you just was like okay god that's my test like i'm not gonna the bible talks about murmuring and complaining and Mm -hmm. you didn't murmur you didn't complain you just went with it the thought completely flipped my mind, but it was so good. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. Because they need to hear that. Yes, absolutely. So you made a transition mm-hmm. in the span of your, I know you just had a had a birthday. And shout out to all the Virgos. Hey. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. It's Libra season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Libra season, y'all. So bye, Virgos. We definitely love our Virgos, right? Y'all are some unique creatures. And there are some things that I know only a Virgo can do. I ain't even going to lie. I'm going to give y'all <laughs> y'all props. But it's definitely Libra season. So I'm not sure how old you turn. I think 30 or something. So in this 30-ish year span of your well, thank life. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> I turned 38. 38, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, babe. You looking a hot 30, 31. <laughs> There's a significant transition that you made prior to becoming the successful content and social marketing strategist that's going to tell the people how to go viral today that you are. Talk to us about that transition. So um, the transition I'm thinking you're referring to is me coming from being an exotic dancer over to becoming a business owner. Um, I was an exotic dancer for 13 years. I went all over the place. You know, I started, I'm from Detroit. So I started in Detroit, Miami, Bahamas. I've been everywhere. Um, And I always prophesied that I was going to go from one stage to the next. And what I meant was going from the stage with a pole to stages where I would prophesy where people change their lives. Yes. I didn't know how I was going to do it or what the stage would look like, but it's coming to fruition. I've been on a number of stages now, but 
what happened was one day my daughters were wanting to go to mommy daughter work day, right? Yeah. And I'm like, can't come to mommy daughter work day with me. And you know, they're getting older. Like, why not? All the other kids get to go mom. And that really convicted me. It put me in a, a place where I had to really look at my life and say, is this really what, like, is this all you going to do with your life? Like, you yeah. think God created all of you to just do this? Like, right. nah, this ain't it. So I went and started trying to find different businesses I could start. I started a pole studio. I started a boutique. I started an online dating coach. I started every business. And yeah. this business kind of found me because I was always good at branding and marketing. I just didn't know it. You know, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. It kind of found me. People started asking me, well, how did you grow? How did you do this? How did you figure out hashtags? How did you, how did you, how did you? And I'm like, okay, cool. Now this taking a lot of time to be answering y'all. So I'm going to have to start charging y'all. And they're like, okay, cool. And that's how my, my coaching business started four years ago. And I ain't look back. All right. Look at God. Yeah. What motivated you to be an exotic dancer? Money. <laughs> so I started off as a shot girl in the strip club and I was just like, like back then it was the make it rain era. So like guys was just like, who can make it rain the most? And I'm just in there, just money just <laughs> falling on me everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. nah, I can't keep coming in here trying to sell these little Kool-Aids. These guys looking at me like I'm crazy. And they just in here just like, just for, it looked it looked like one of those machines where the money be blowing around. Right, right. Like it's right, just right. like get as much as you can, and right. I'm like, nah, ain't no way. So one day I walked in there like I'm about to dance too, and <laughs> so I danced. <laughs> okay, okay. Now obviously that's a big uh, pay rate change going from being an exotic dancer right to coming to social media and being a coach what was that adjustment like so that's a good question the adjustment wasn't really so now I make good money you know what I'm saying I'm making what I used to make back then right. it's just um I would say like the same thing then you got slow days you know what I'm saying and you got really good days you right. know that's why I Went home with eight thousand. You know, same with right. business. And there was days I go home with two hundred, or I'm in a hole because I had to. I had to invest in myself first. I had to pay to get my makeup done, pay to get my yes. hair curled, yes. buy the outfit, buy the three hundred dollar sparkly shoe. Like you know what I'm saying. Right. And every day I had to get makeup and hair done. So right. that was always an investment. I had to right. tip in. You know, and it, it reminds me of business right now, how so many new business owners expect to see profit and they don't want to invest in our in themselves. Mm. So the prettiest girls, the ones who kept themselves up, the ones who invested in themselves more, even the ones who went and get surgery with their bodies, those are the ones who made the most money because yeah. they invested in themselves they more. Invested. They invested in their look. Yeah. They invested in their brand. Their body was their brand. Whatever your brand is, are you investing in right. it? Right. But going back, um, the adjustment was when I just quit cold turkey and I moved to Atlanta with my dad and I'm like, I ain't bringing no money in every day. The adjustment was before I got to the business, when I got a real job as a flight attendant, I was like, who got to wait two weeks on the paycheck? Like, yeah, that's it. Then the paycheck come and it's like this. So I could have made this in two hours. It just right. took me two weeks to make, you know what right. I'm saying? Or it just took me a whole month of what right. I used to make in an hour. And that's how I knew, you know, this career is cool and all, but it's right. it's not going to suffice for the lifestyle that I desire to have, the lifestyle right. that I know God wants me to have. It's not a lifestyle of struggle and penny pinching and, you know, budgeting. Right. Okay, but penny pinching and telling your kids, oh, I can't take you here. I can't take you there. You can't get your hair done this week. You know, it, that's that that just wasn't something that I wanted to. I didn't even know how to function. Right, like, <laughs> right. So it was hard going from there, and that is what made me so hungry to figure out another avenue of how to bring some income in, going right. back to that income that I was used to getting. Right. Daily income, you know, Absolutely. or if I go to work, at least I get paid the day I go to work. Like, what do you mean I got to work and then wait two weeks for you to pay me for the work I did today? Mm -hmm. So. Two questions from that. Thank you for sharing that. Is, um, number one, 
was there a formal conversation with your daughters or you just made the switch? Mm-mm, I just switched right on into that thing. They found out, my daughters found out that I danced when I wrote my book um, called Strip Bare Naked. And my oldest daughter read it when she was about 11. Cause she's a very, she loves books. She's a very avid reader. And she was sitting at my desk one day and I'm like, why is she not done with her homework? She was reading the book and I'm like... <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's out now. So, but it was it, it was really special because she wrote a note in there before I was leaving one day on one of my trips for work. And she said, don't open it until you get to work. And what she wrote in there was, Mommy, I'm so proud of you. Aww. Yeah, so I was like. That's tear-jerking. Mm-hmm. Right. That's tear-jerking. Right. Um, the second question is, do you believe in the soft life? when you were talking about, you know, what you were just mentioning and it just made me think, cause I feel like I got some, I got, I got some opinions about this whole soft life stuff, soft girl mm-hmm. era and soft life and all right, right, as it right. relates to like how God expects us to live life, to attain his presence. Right. right. So what's your opinion on soft life? My opinion on soft life is you got to do some hard things first in order to get to the soft life. You know what I'm saying? I, an egg has a shell that's hard, but on the inside it's soft. You got to get through the heart first. Like you can't just wake up. There's a scripture in the Bible. I don't know where it, I never know the address, but I be knowing the story that says, basically, if you lazy, you don't get you no don't bread. Eat. If you lazy, you don't eat, you, you know, eat. Um, sluggers don't eat. Or if you don't store up for the winter, you have nothing for the summer. So I feel like if you think you want to just wake up and make money off your good looks, something, even models don't do that. They got to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even right. get Right, the they way. look good, but they got to... They had they, to work. They still got to... Yeah, they got to advertise that. They got to They got to work to get there. They yes. got to go to the gym. They got to eat a certain way. They got to right. invest in makeup hair. Yeah. They got to do auditions. Yeah. They got to invest in walking coaches. Yeah. Interv- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nobody looks at what goes on behind the scene. They just think, oh, it looked like she got it made. Right. Um, and you probably ain't willing to do half of what she did to be living this right. soft life, you know, like right. the money ain't just fall out the sky. <laughs> right. No, it didn't. Like you said, you have to invest in yourselves. And I think that it's so watered, it's being used that it is watered down, but it really is the truth. Like you do have to invest in yourself. The question is who do you invest in? Mm-hmm. What do you invest in? Right. So I wrote a whole book called Becoming Coachable. Because mm-hmm. I felt as though people didn't understand the coaching process. So they were making, they weren't making the best decisions and mm. it was actually sabotaging. So then they would just kind of get, um, you know, just basically become disdain and cynical about coaching. And it's like, no, coaches are, um, are and can are in place to help you and will help you, mm-hmm. right? Change the whole trajectory of your life, like in fact, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you got to pick the right one for you, for you, for you, yeah. and then you got to pick the right program for you. Yeah, yeah. So, but I love that you definitely have to invest, and you know that's why I have rich friends because baby, rich people know they got to invest. Exactly. Like, if, if, that's it. Like that's the post. You you have to invest. Like you don't work, you don't eat. Um, I have an affirmation. One of my favorite affirmations that um, there's this woman that um, she's a she's a coach, and when she speaks, a lot of times I just make affirmations from the things that she says, mm. you know. And so one of the um, affirmations that I have is there's a high return on all my investments, mm-hmm. and I also have an affirmation that is, I invest like I have it. Mm. And when I tell you those two things keep me in check, you know, if I start to, because, you know, I think investing in yourself is like some, like we get comfortable investing in certain things. Like we already know we got to get our hair done. We got to get our makeup done. We know we got to wear something like we, we good with that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the easiest stuff. We want the quick return. Yeah. Oh, oh, this conference $300, but it's like at the point that it's like pushing your boundary. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I remember I went to, um, I'm into tax liens. Mm. Right. I think, you know, for people who, 
may not have or may not want to invest a lot of money, but they want to be in real estate, get mm-hmm. their feet wet. I mm-hmm. feel like that's is almost a no brainer to yeah. me, right? So I went, the taxes that were due were like $1,500. So in a perfect world, I would have just paid $1,500 and this property would have been mine. It's a lot that's inside of a subdivision. The subdivision is a subdivision in Gwinnett County, Great County. Um, the school ratings are all good and the homes are like four, five, six hundred thousand dollars So I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I definitely want to, you know, go and bid on that. And I got into a bidding war. <laughs> I got into a bid war, girl. It became a who got the biggest P type conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we went from fifteen hundred all the way up to seventeen thousand five. For a four hundred, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollar house. Well, it wasn't the home; it's the lot that's in the okay. community. I prefer the lots. Okay. You know, because sometimes the home, somebody may still be living in that yeah. home, or mm-hmm. you know, just different things like that. So I actually just prefer a, a lot where okay. I can start. So we went all the way to seventeen five. I took it home for seventeen five, and it was those affirmations. Now I went overboard. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like I went overboard. <laughs> Because 6K was really where I wanted to stop. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even when we feel like we're doing something, we may have pushed the envelope with God. He'll come back and affirm yeah. for us. And so when I went to get the check and came back to the clerk's office, you know, with the check, the woman that I was bidding against, you know, or bidding with was in there. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, she probably knows them. She probably do this all the time, you know, or whatever. She was there to see if I wasn't coming back with the check, y'all. Mm. I need y'all to know that black girls got the checks, too. We got the checks, too, baby. Mm. And so I was walking in, and the um, clerk was, like, you know, telling her, um, you know, explain, explaining something to her. And then I heard something. I was like, oh, I have the check right here. I'm here mm. because what happens is if you don't come back with the check, mm-hmm. then they, 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 put, they put, they put it back out there. So I say that to say that sometimes investing in ourselves is actually, we have to push the envelope a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. on investing in ourselves. And I love that because me not even knowing you well, I first saw you at spot expo in 2020 mm-hmm. um, and you were doing content you spoke, um, and you also, you know, you were doing a lot of content. That was my very first speaking engagement. Yes, I caught you there. <laughs> and I feel like I can tell that you're somebody that invests in yourself and not just the pretty stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell you feed your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell that you invest in your community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and that made me think. I told you it was gonna come back to me. Let's so go. The thing that Myron Golden said is he said that uh, the people that have the most to lose are the least scared to lose it, and the people that have the least to lose are the most scared to lose it. Mm-hmm. So, and that intertwines with what you were just talking about because it's always somebody who ain't even got nothing to lose right. who be trying to hold on to it so tight. Their right. mindset is that of scarcity, so they don't know that. God loves multiplication. He wants you to yes. use these things to multiply it, right? You ain't scared to go pay 500 for your hair, but yes. you're scared to spend $50 on an ebook that'll help you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this story. Like, okay, so I've had this drone for two years, right? I done did all this traveling. Can't figure out, oh, I put a drone. Oh, it's too hard. Let me put it back in. Put it out. Oh, it's too hard. Let me put it for two years. Now, last week, I'm like, skip this. I'm about to figure out how to fly this freaking drone. I had it. It's outdated now at yeah. this point. I'm going to figure out how to use this drone. I take it outside. I then flew it into the neighbor's tree, crashed it into the neighbor's tree, couldn't find it. Me and my boyfriend outside, Easter egg hunting, looking for the dangle. <laughs> we like, I see the trampoline. It's like, got to be something for 30 minutes. He finally like, oh, it's right there. Literally, like, just right there out in plain sight. So, boom, I put it back in the box. This four-figure investment. Put it back. I ain't doing this. So yesterday, the coach of me said, Kiara, you're going to fly the drone every day until you figure out how to do it. There is no way these people out here know how to fly no drone better than you. It cannot be that hard. Right. So I go out there. The first take, I was like, I was trying to get it to fly by itself without me holding the thing. The first take, boom, goes off. Beautiful shot. 
And I said, I wonder how much time and money I done missed out on from not just finding somebody I could have paid to show me what to do with yeah. that drone. Yeah. Even if it was five a thousand dollars, that's a whole nother aspect of my business that I could have been. Oh, another lane. And it took me two years. How many people are holding up on their dreams of where they're supposed to be at because they want to do it. They want to figure it out on their own. Oh, I'm a, I am I could find it on Google. I could find it on YouTube. Yes. I could I could watch your free lives and da 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 da, yes. da. So you're going to take two years when right. you could have been made 100000 300000 400000 If you miss out on 400000 for two years, that's $800,000 you missed out on. You telling me an $800 investment is worth yes. you missing out on $800,000? Yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. I love the fact that you said you hang around rich people and then people go, oh, they don't want to hang around me. No, nobody nobody wants to hang around somebody who ain't doing the work because rich people will hang around people who don't got a shit. Yeah. They didn't already have it. Yeah. But you got to be working. Mm-hmm. They got to see you working. Candace came and found me. I had 200 followers. Yeah. I wasn't making no for real money. I didn't have me hit six figures yet. Yeah. She saw me working. Yeah. You know, wealthy people respect people who are putting in the work. They respect people who are tending to their garden. Right. Not just sitting there on the sidelines saying, grow, grow, <laughs> <laughs> grow. Like, right. Like it's so, magic. Yeah. <laughs> grow. Like, that ain't how it works. So. Absolutely. No, I think that's a great um, story for everybody to hear because. You know, as adults, especially if we are leaders or, you know, strong in whatever craft we have and we're crossing over into something new, it's like, oh, I can figure out. Never mind. Mm-hmm. She can't tell me this. You know, that pride. But the Bible also says that pride comes before destruction. And mm-hmm. I also think that pride comes before being broke. <laughs> it also says something about seeking counsel, yeah. like seeking good counsel. Yeah. Like that is the cheat. Everybody wants to know the cheat code. They don't want to pay for it. They do. They do. I have so many people um, that I talk to in sales calls, and I'm sure that you do too, who are not prepared to invest in what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's not to be disrespectful or gaslight anybody. It's to say that if you're on a decision call, that means that you're on a decision call and you're ready to move forward mm-hmm. with something that, mm-hmm. you know, obviously will make sense. And if you know you're not ready to do that, then instead, you know, see what it is that you can work on in the meantime. Right. Right. Um, so I, 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 I decided, I guess maybe last week, I was going to no longer make that a challenge for me and my in my brain. That I was just going to understand that sometimes it's like window shopping, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that what I needed to do was make sure that my process was qualifying people who had an investment that they could move forward with. Mm-hmm. And then for the people who didn't have an investment that they could move forward with, that they have things like the newsletter and the text mm-hmm. list and, you know, the IG subscription, you know, they have other mediums to, right. to, to begin to, to work on their dream, you mm-hmm. know, from a shop window shopping standpoint. Right. Um, but see, even that, right. That even just understanding that. So really, really good. Um, pay, will you hit that for me? I'm on get care through you need a break you good okay okay so the team put together some good questions i had the team go over to kiara schmoney's <laughs> ig and check it out and come up with some questions and so another question that they had for you was what is the connection between you being an exotic dancer and digital marketing like so now mm. you've been in digital marketing a minute like you mm-hmm. know you will go in the game do you see any mm-hmm. similarities i do i actually sometimes teach the funnel from a dancer's perspective and okay. um a lot of people listening may not know what a funnel is if they're not that advanced in marketing yet, but a funnel is just a process you use to take somebody from being a stranger to a customer. It's just a journey where some people call it a customer journey now. So as a dancer, right, we have a time where we go on stage. Mm-hmm. That's our freebie or lead magnet. We're showing for free. Nobody paying us to go up there. Could we get paid? 
yeah, you know, we could get tipped. That's a tripwire, right? But we're on there showing what we got, right? We sh- we giving a taste of what we got. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And the person who likes us will catch their eye. We don't have to try and force ourselves on anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just out there. We showing what we got. We come off stage. If they're interested, they'll say, I want to buy into your offer. What do you have to offer? A dance or whatever. If you do something else, then that's on you. You, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. But what I learned in there around niching, target audience, all this, like there was a certain type of guy that did not like my type. Right. You know, beige men. I'm too light for them. My butt was too big for them. Okay. But they liked a slimmer, darker girl, big boobs. That's their target audience. And when I try and force myself on a man who I'm not his type, he gets irritated. Yeah. He wants to leave. Yeah. The same way with... People out here in the world, we try to force ourselves. Oh, my stuff is for everybody. No, it's not. Correct. You ain't for everybody. Correct. Your business can never be for everybody. Right. If you focus, you only got so much time at work today. Right. If you focus that time wisely, you'll tap into the people that are ready to pay you, ready to give you money. But you got to have a good stage presence, right? Yeah. You got to have a good lead magnet. You got to have some good content. That's your stage presence. Yeah. That's you, you know, you got to invest into that brand, making it look good. Now, you like I, like you said earlier, everything used to be curated. What looks good to people, you know, now is something attainable is this raw like is this real can i connect to that yeah Yeah, still shoot the professional content but if you can't make content without it having to invest in a photographer a videographer all the time that might slow you up unless you just got a team right you know what i'm saying but if you just starting out you got to work with what you got exactly use what you got td jakes always say everything you need is in your house listen and it is it is like people letting 12 year olds become millionaires on youtube because they scared to pull out their cell phone a 12 year old ain't got no more than what you got they do now because they didn't they didn't care about what people thought they were just creating content around things that they love doing yeah opening easter eggs my daughters used to watch these kids open easter eggs on youtube for hours open easter eggs yeah hours yeah like it's so crazy and it's like you just went on through your whole day you know all of this information you got all of this information you hoarding it you're not sharing it because you scared about what somebody gonna say or think about you but you expect to where's the money yeah. supposed to come from yeah nobody knows you exist <laughs> what i like that you said is how much time do you have at work as um as interesting as it seems I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, I know I used to get up and I just like, oh, I got to work today. And for me, that meant work all day long. Mm -hmm. This year, I started reading a book called The 12 Week Year Mm -hmm. and it revolutionized how Mm -hmm. I use my time. So I think if people start thinking of their business, their company as an entrepreneur, in terms of I got an eight hour day mm-hmm. or I got a four hour day, mm-hmm. then that will make them prioritize, you know, the things that they need to do yeah. and, and not think that they can do everything and do all the shiny things that, oh, get distracted and, you know, mm-hmm. all those things. So that, that, that was good. That used to be my dance name too. What was it? Distraction. Distraction. <laughs> I have heard you say that before. Yeah. And what's crazy is that was something I was probably, names hold power. Uh-huh. So I was letting people call me and say distraction, distraction, yeah. distraction to me for years. Mm-hmm. Distracting myself from my purpose. From your purpose. Yeah. But everything in God's timing, right? Yeah. If you let it be, yeah. If you, I could God. still be in there. He give us free will. Right. I could still be like, well, this is easier. You know right. what I'm saying? It's easy to just go in here. And I could have still been stuck in there, you know, because it was an adjustment trying to get out of that fast money. Like, it was such a hard adjustment. Like, if I wanted some money today, I could go to work today and get yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the same with digital mm-hmm. products and everything, too. But that was something I was doing for 10, 12, 13 years. So right. it was easy for me, you know, and I, I like there would be girls that would come in. Oh, can you teach me this pole trick? Because I made it look so easy. It looks yeah. so effortlessly. And I would say, well, you need to learn this step first. <laughs> They'd be like, no, I, I, can, I can do it. <laughs> Floop, boom. And I'm like, yeah, I just told you I've right. been doing this for years. Right. Right. You don't know I've been doing this right. for years. I, I know I make it look effortless 
leave, but it is not. Yeah. I, it's very much. I put the effort in five, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. So when people come and try to compare themselves or their content to mine, or to some other content creator yeah. who's been creating content for seven, eight, nine, ten years, and they just started two months ago. Yeah. You. You can't, you can't just say, I want her six pack. I'm going to get it today. Yeah. No, you're not. Right. <laughs> right. And then, and I, and, and, and one question people always ask me is how long do I have to be consistent before I start seeing oh, results? Lord. I don't know. That's like asking me, how long do you have to be consistent at the gym before you start seeing yeah. results? It's different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on your lifestyle, depends right. on your input, your output. It depends on everything. It depends right. on your diet. What are you consuming daily? What are it's, you putting out? Yeah, the, that's the mindset part. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset part. Yeah. Absolutely. What's the thing that you think people do? What's maybe the number one thing you think that people do related to digital marketing that they attempt to do too soon? Monetizing. Okay. They try to monetize. They try to cash in before they build a community. And like I said, it's like they'll compare themselves to, you know, people who have mastered and or invested, you know, into what they're doing, into their content creation, into their business. And they haven't even hit the iceberg. You know, icebergs, we only seeing the 10% of it. That's what a lot of people do. They compare that 10% that they see and they think that, oh, this is the only thing I'm supposed to be doing. Right. It's like the back end of people's system. People don't know the back end. Like I set my content up as a system. If I say drop this comment here, I'm going to send you this. As soon as I make the piece of content, it they're not going down my funnel. I don't have to be there to reply to them. It's going to automatically have a, a bot the, that's the automatically yeah. replies to them, sends them the thing. Then they in my funnel. My email system is going to automatically send them a welcome sequence. Right. Then it's going to automatically follow up. If they choose to buy after that, the system is doing all of the work. Yeah. Right. But I had to put that together. Right. I had to put put that you in to place. Strategize and plan. Organize. I had to put that in place. It didn't just, you know, oh, I want this to do, 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 and boom. You know, like, right. that's how, when people think passive income or autopilot, there is work. That's why I say, yeah, you might have to do some hard things first before you get to the soft life. To get to the soft life. Woo, okay, let me, let me run. Let me, let me rewind. Let's talk about some key points really quickly, right? So what I heard you say so far, if you are thinking about, going viral whether you want to go viral for kicks and giggles whether you want to go viral you know to increase the visibility and profitability of your brand what i heard is number one you got to be willing to take a chance Mm -hmm. you got to understand there are no guarantees and there is no timeline everything is god's timing Mm -hmm. number two i heard that you have to invest in yourself whatever that means for you right time is money and money is time yeah I heard that you need to seek good counsel. Mm -hmm. So you need to find the best of the best. So if you are looking at um, your social media strategy and your content creation and wanting to do something that is alignment with the goals that you have, right. Mm -hmm. For what it is that your content is, is, is to do the impact that you're seeking, right. Then obviously you want to get with Kiara. Um, I also heard that not too much too soon. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like when you go to dinner and you have like a five course meal, like enjoy the first course, enjoy the, enjoy the salad. Yeah. Enjoy the appetizer, enjoy the soup. You know what I mean? Enjoy Mm -hmm. your entree and then enjoy your dessert. Right. Mm -hmm. So like enjoy your journey along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't be so focused on what you perceive to be the end because you can also see from Kiara's journey that it's been just that a journey. So it's been one thing to the mm-hmm. next. There was a decision to stop being distracted. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there was the decision to go into multiple things as a content strategist, right? You're not just like, Oh, let me show you how to, you know, create content. Like it's, right. it's but when I started, I focused on one thing and that was hashtags. I taught people hashtags and that was it. That's it. That was it. That's why I can really? really speak. When I say niche down, I can speak from experience. I made six figures from selling an ebook in a workshop on hashtags. On hashtags. With no paid ads. Wow. No paid ads. Hashtags. Kleenex. 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 
Okay. <laughs> That's that ghetto thing, y'all. <laughs> That's amazing. So you really went niche. I really went niche because I was new. And that's the thing. That's why I feel like people try and monetize too soon. You haven't even built a community to know what they need or want from you yet. Yes. Right? So granted, you might be coming online because you have a business already. But where did you build that business out of? Who told you they needed it? Or did you just get that from somebody else? Correct. Or this what somebody else is doing? If you build a community around you, your personality, and who you are, you know, and then let them tell you what they need and or want. <laughs> Clearly, we can't rob a bank you, together. Oh, yes, we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, but you. my community told me that they wanted hashtags for me. That's why I did so That's well. That's you gave it to them. Yes, I love that. And so also communities. So I hope y'all writing this down. Because, you know, I don't come just to talk. I come to help people execute um, and get operationalize on their God-given purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we don't do that, that's how we end up in trouble, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So you got to execute. What what do you consider to be your niche now? My niche right now would be growth, you know, social media growth, marketing, content creation, that whole, you know. And growth is important. I can expand now, you know, that that I've made a mark into the marketplace yeah. but i think people try to come out doing everything and nobody knows them so you can't get known for something therefore you can't build a brand off anything because right. nobody remembers you over here doing this right. you over here doing this because they're comparing themselves to people who have been in the industry a right. little longer right. you know oh we're there promoting this and that and this and that Okay, well, keep on doing it and see how it works out for right. you. You don't know how they started. Right. And a lot of people who are, who've been in the industry longer, I do think, forget to continue to share their story. Yeah. So that people don't get in misconstrued or confused thinking that you started like this. I always tell my story. I, I started right. off hashtags. Right. Like, I always tell me, it was one thing. I started going live when I had three followers. Right. For all of y'all who be like, oh, what if nobody show? I had three followers. Right. Uh, who was I going live for? The three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but see, also, there's something about the power of intention mm-hmm. and, align- and divine alignment. So if you get up every day and you ask God what it is that he has for you to do in the earth mm-hmm. and you ask to be in alignment with heaven and earth, you just do that. Yeah. That's what you do. So it's like you you really do have to do things that you enjoy doing and things where you organically want to help people. Right. Because otherwise it is going to get tiring. Yeah. Because money come and money go yeah. all day long. And we need to understand that. Like Job is a great example of that. Yes. Right. Like though he slayed me yet will I trust him like yes. that's what you got to understand you could be doing all the right things and God could just have you in a certain season exactly that it, it so you really do have to you can't just do stuff just to be doing it mm-hmm. you know um you definitely gotta have some patience I I feel like a lot of people try to skip okay so it's like the law of the seed you know mm-hmm. the day you plant the seed is not the day you see the fruit and <laughs> it's another ghetto thing. <laughs> it's not gang size, I promise. <laughs> but I yeah, I think I, I, a I lot of people are lacking stuff. patience and they're operating yeah. their businesses out of desperation mm-hmm. because having a job isn't mm-hmm. cool. Yes. Go get a job if you need to so you're not building your business out of desperation. Yes. People can see that. Yes. They can see that. They can see that you're doing this because you, oh, you need some money. The light bill coming up. You finna get kicked out the house, the mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Versus you not needing that money. Right. You want it. Right. But you don't need that money from your business. So you come and you, your your heart posture is different. Yes. It's a heart posture of servitude, not gimme, gimme, gimme. Yes. Therefore, you can really build a community. You can show up without burnout. You know what I'm saying? You're not burnt out because you, I'm trying to post three, four times a day they don't know what to do yeah you haven't taken time to just you know be silent be quiet listen to your audience because you're moving out of desperation so i think people really need and it's hard i know it's hard especially when you are in a situation in life where you need money right now but i feel like when you operate that way now you're using people instead of using a platform correct you know you're supposed to use the platform to help people 
right? Not use You're people. You're not helping the people. The people helping you. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to mention that because I saw one of your um, posts and you were talking. It was one, one post you had and you were like, the people... Um, they sense your desperation. Like the the, the mm-hmm. energy is, is, yeah. is coming across the frequency, yeah. you know. And I definitely, you know, understand that because we all think we're going to make that next post and it's going to go viral. Mm-hmm. All right. So today we're talking to you about how to go viral. We ain't tell y'all which, which post was going to go viral. Right. <laughs> Just so we clear. Right. Right. But that's what people think. I'm going to go buy this from this coach and then I'm going to go viral. I'm going to do something one time. She did it a million times before she started telling me how to do it. But I, I'm special. Right. I'm just going to do it, you know, one time. But I think that is also that heart posture. Um, that is definitely important. Um, you do have to, you got to fulfill people's needs. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, when it comes to community, like your community is not only the people that need what you have. So first of all, let's make sure we understand our community consists of people that actually need what we have. That's a, that should, that should make somebody lose 25 pounds <laughs> because now you'll stop going, you'll stop fishing in the wrong pond. Right. right. The second part of community is the people that support us, the people that care about what we do, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they don't mind sponsoring us. They don't mind, you know, a speaking engagement on our behalf. You know, they don't, they don't mind, you know, serving the community with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Girl, you just so good. Let me see what else they got on here for you. (laughs) They said... What challenges have you, do you feel like you've had challenges in your transition, like personally or professionally? Absolutely. Absolutely. So there'll be times where I'll get so caught up in my business where I start neglecting my personal life, you know, it, I'll start, oh my God, I haven't spent this much time with my daughter or me trying to be in a relationship. (laughs) It's like, well, I ain't got time for you, boy. You know, I'm in hustle mode. (laughs) I be telling people, I'm like, what? I'm an entrepreneur. (laughs) They be like, did you know it was going to rain today? Rain today. I'm an entrepreneur. It don't matter if it rain or not. Like what y'all talking about? So I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But, um, that type of thing, or just sometimes feeling like I don't want to do this no more. Like I want to quit. You know, I think that's not talked about enough. I think almost every successful entrepreneur has had a point in time where they feel like I want to quit. Like I do not want to do this no more. Y'all getting on my nerves, everything getting on my nerves. And I just, I don't want to do it no more. So I've had those times where like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, mm-hmm. and you know, then somebody a DM me about, oh my God, I did what you told me to do. And uh, I went viral and now I got these, all these sales and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, I guess I'll keep doing it for like another month and see where, <laughs> Not another month. <laughs> and see where it goes from here. But I don't think people talk about, I think people glorify and glamorize entrepreneurship so much that people think, oh, she's living the life. She ain't got no, I still got problems. I still got relationship problems. People are still, you know, passing away in my family. People still getting sick. The same problems everybody else deal with. I got to deal with it too and still show up, you know? So I think that if people, more people went in knowing that life doesn't stop just because you become an entrepreneur, things would be a little different for them when challenges do come. Cause everybody always be like, life start life. And so I stopped creating content. That's exactly what you need to do. That's a great outlet for you. Right. I'm like, okay, well, life going to keep on life. And if you lucky, (laughs) so. But you do got that. I don't have no problems, girl. Look like some people just have that look where it just yeah. look like they got zero problems because they just yeah. don't carry nothing. Yeah. So everybody just be like, I she, like got her for- <laughs> she got it. She got it. That's because perfect. I know energy is contagious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I come online and I show up and I'm, you know, bubbly and I'm a coach and I'm teaching you how to still show up through everything else that's going on. One of my things that I'm always, always, always asking women to learn how to do is to learn how to compartmentalize okay. the way that men know how. Okay. Now, I ask you to be a man, but men don't come to work with their home problems. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't show up in the boardroom with, oh, they broke, you know what I'm saying? Like you, they, 
it's everything is going just fine with them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depending on what part of the, yeah. their life that you're dealing with yeah. them in, you know. And so if we learn how to tap into that, not letting our feelings run our businesses, um, we would do so much better as yeah. women, you know. And people say, "Oh, you you being you you being." You being too hard, like that's just not. We should f- tap into our femininity and all of that BS. Well, you keep on tapping. And let me know how I go. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the most successful business women are very stern. From, like Kamora Lisa, like she's one of the the women that I've always. She can't keep men, but I hope she don't, don't listen to. But, if you ever listen to this, Kamora, I ain't mean. You know well, she saying? probably laughing. Yeah, <laughs> she probably laughing. But she, when she went in, she means business. You know what I'm saying? She's had how many divorces? That didn't affect her business. Correct. You you would know that if it wasn't for all the TV and everything. She's yeah. still being a mama. She's still running her business. She's still da da da. Look at Beyonce. We would know if videos wasn't leaked that Correct. her and Jay Z doing whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. She's still making lemonade. You know. Yeah. She's still popping up out here, but Turning then that pain into profit, okay? Yeah, but then you get a repo notice, and now all of a sudden you don't want to show up no more. She want to show up even more. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Or your kid acting up, or your man right. cheated on you, or you know whatever. You ain't the only one, so right. You ain't the only <laughs> Not, one. She don't take y'all back to sir. Uh, I said sir, she don't want back to sir. Sir, get some money, okay? <laughs> get some money. I promise you, it will solve eighty five percent of your problems or which whatever you over there. Talking about life is life and you is know. Is that a so. t-shirt? Do you have a t-shirt where get some money on it? I think you should. <laughs> get some money. That'll solve get 85% of your problems. Yes. Amazing. Pay when you hit that for me. I love it, honey. We could talk all day about these teens. So, okay. Next question is starting your digital marketing coaching business during a pandemic was bold. What made you realize? I think you kind of answered this because you basically said that, you know, it was the community. It was the people. The people was like, hey, you don't create a demand. Mm-hmm. I need what you got. Help me. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that $17 ebook is what led to the four figures. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yep, that four figure day. Yep. You had a four-figure day off a $17 ebook. Was it Black Friday or just another day? Uh, no, it was in it was in June because I launched my business June 19th, on June 10th. Did you? Yeah. Of 2019? 20... Um, or 2020? I don't know. Tw- pandemic was 2020. 20... But you might have started in 2019. You started before the pandemic, maybe. Yeah, I did. I started a little bit before the pandemic. Yeah, so it was probably 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So for aspiring, and I want to talk specifically to, you know, there's no discrimination over here. We don't have gender nor race discrimination over here. But black women entrepreneurs, right, because we're both black women, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we, we do have a different struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, and so from your experiences as an entrepreneur, being a social selling entrepreneur, but also somebody who's called to main stages that are off social media and haven't had, because even as an exotic dancer, you are an entrepreneur, truthfully. Right. Right. Yeah. So what do you feel, what is the best advice that you could give to a black female entrepreneur. Okay. So, um, there is, what is this girl name? She is the creator of a women's, uh, hygiene line. Very, it's a very popular women's feminine hygiene line. I cannot think of what her name is, but she's based out of Florida. She one day was, you know, she was recording this guy across the street at her car, like taking pictures of her car, some kind of, you know, supercar, like a Ferrari or something. Don't get me no, I don't, I don't know what kind of car it was, but he was like taking pictures and she was like, oh my God, that car is so nice. Is that yours? And he's like, no, but it is nice. You know, it's this white guy. He's like, no, but it is nice. And he's just flicking it up, flicking it up. So she goes, doo doo. And he turns and he says, and he was like, no way. She's like, yeah, that's my car. And she was like, that's my get back for slavery. Okay. So I feel like 
if you're upset about the opportunities that we don't get, if you feel like we were, you know, we were not given a head start, get some money. That's how you get back. You know what I'm saying? That's your yeah. get back. That's yeah. your lick back. Get some money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Get that can't nobody fight I love with. That. Yeah. Can't nobody fight with money. The yeah. person with the biggest pockets wins. The person with the purse strings controls. That that's from corporate America. They ain't even got nothing to do with social media. They all day long. The CIO, the CAO, the COO, it it don't matter. It's the CFO, baby, because that's who controls the money. You wanna be treated right, get some money. See the first class and see how they don't treat you better than when you sitting back there in the back by the bathroom. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Pay for it to skip the line. You know what I'm saying? You don't like being treated a certain way. Get some money. And that's a problem. May I just say that that's a problem? <laughs> let can we, I I just want to pause right now and let all of these um, diamond medallion folks know. <laughs> That baby, when I stand in line, I'm diamond medallion too. Okay. And all the first class travelers, baby, when I stand in line, I'm first class too. Do not, they will literally That's your get back because you know there's no formal lines right. and, like it used to be in the old days. Mm-hmm. Like you had clear distinctions, so everybody's just kind of grouped. And what I notice is you can be standing there and they just zoom right. They on assume past you, you oh, ain't a part of the party. <laughs> the get money crew. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, they got like, another T-shirt. <laughs> I'm buying them. You produce it. I promise you, I'm buying. They assume that you're not a part of the get money Isn't crew, that and that is your yeah. lick bag. And that's the lick bag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But when you broke, you can't. You, you can't. You, you don't. You. I don't want to say you don't have a voice. It's not as loud. But it's definitely not as loud. So, that being said, we are gonna take an official break. This has been enough an amazing first segment um so get a people just get them a razzle tazzle because they need to go click the bio link because see rich friends got it rich friends y'all got it y'all got it so y'all need to go support Kara. but i want Kara to get y'all a little go ahead Kara. let them know what they need to go do get out of the bio link what product they need listen i don't know what product they need um they listen don't put me on the spot like this <laughs> I'm new to IG. If I'm new to IG, what do I need to go get? Go off ahead the and uh, grab my free planner, and we can start right there. Okay, I love it. Brand awareness. Yeah, grab my free planner. Okay, I'm new to TikTok. Get on my list. What do I need? Grab to do? my free planner and it's get on, on my TikTok list. too. Yeah. So go get the free. And what is the planner called specifically? It's called a free 31 day content planner. Okay. Yeah. So everybody go to is it at K I E R R A. S-A-D-E. S-A-D-E yeah. on both Instagram and TikTok. No, TikTok is the Lazy Content Coach. Okay. So Instagram is at K-I-E-R-R-A-S-A-D-E. Click the bio link and get the free planner, the free 31-day content free planner. And then if TikTok is your preferred social uh, media platform, you're going to go to at the Lazy Content Coach. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll be back. Power 108.9. Stay tuned. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give a, a do a quick different closeout just so Kiara can get them like three tips to go viral. Cause we sent them to the 31. Do you feel like do you feel like the 31 day free planner sets the stage for the viral, or you need to get mm-hmm. them three tips? Yeah, it does because the way my um, welcome sequence is set up, I nurture them through the welcome sequence after they get the planner. 
I nurtured him and talked to him about, you know, reels. Because right now that's the best way to go viral. Um, is learning how to create short format videos. Gotcha. Short format videos. Gotcha. So. What time is it? Oh, it's twelve ten. Yeah, we are good. But I don't know how do we. I mean, is there a way I can? Cause how we ended it, I don't know. Was that good?